0: is a lighting technician. If you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your role, who you work for and what it involves.
1: I currently work for a company called Applec, who are a lighting and sign manufacturer. They have a very bespoke light sheet, which it's been manufactured for them. I am their in-house electrician. I do fault finding and help them make the power boxes and go on site and fix any problems that may occur and I'm also in the process of looking at new components for them to use. I have only been there a very short amount of time so I'm kind of still getting to grips with it but before that I worked for Hull City Council in their street lighting department. When I was there, I was there for two and a half years in their design department and I was one of two designers. So people would come to us asking us to design for new housing developments or area schemes, complete new installations. So I would have to design to their specifications, but also to the British standards. So I'd used two different computer programmes called AutoCAD and and Reality. There are lots of different applications out there, but they're just ones that we used. It was a really good job. I really enjoyed it. But then I studied electrical engineering while I was doing that job. And I kind of wanted a job that meant that I was using what I'd learnt, hence why I now have a more hands-on job. Both jobs are very enjoyable and the great career path to be in because there's so many job opportunities at the moment and not enough people to build them.
0: Thank you, Harriet. That's really, really interesting. So going on the job that you're doing now, who else works in your team? What sort of people do you work with?
1: mainly electricians then there's also the manufacturing so we've got laser cutters packages welders solderers just all working together my main role is to oversee the electrical area there's me and two others
0: so what would you say is the best thing about
1: your job just the fact that every single day is completely different i've <laughs> I've had my fair share of career paths I've been a nurse, nurse I've been admin and I always just got bored of it like I've got a very short attention span and I've now been in this sector for three and a half nearly four years and I'm still excited about it and I think it's because there's just so many different opportunities to continually grow and learn and you if you find a fault and you find out the fault for yourself it's so rewarding <laughs> i love it being a woman in engineering as well the amount of people i've spoken to about it like really i'm like well yeah <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't get why people don't think that women can be electricians i've been in schools before and like, you can't be an electrician because my dad's an electrician i'm like yes <laughs> welcome to 2020
0: brilliant it is important isn't it to find a career or a job that you enjoy because then mm. you not like going to work is it? I know you mentioned that you had previous jobs that weren't linked to engineering so mm. someone or something that inspired or motivated you or you found out about that sort of led you down that pathway?
1: Honestly completely by accident I did a business admin apprenticeship and got a job in the whole city council streetlight department as their admin and I was going to all these meetings and not having a clue what I was talking about. So I was sent on a course with the Institution of Lighting Professionals. So I was sent on one of their week residential courses just to learn about the very, very basics. But while I was there, I learned how to use the design software, learned about engineering, and basically haven't looked back. Just completely opened my eyes and then luckily for me, it was only a two-year contract, but they didn't want to get rid of me. So then they created a design post. So from there, I completed the other two unit with the ILP and started studying electrical engineering. And yeah, it just kind of went from there, really had to had to kind of push to be able to go on to the last two units but that's just because of funding but it just completely opened my eyes to everything and they've had volunteer positions and summertime last year they had a volunteer program where they were looking for people to help out with the illuminated river in london which is lighting of all of the bridges on the Thames and they we wanted people to go down and help the artists light the bridges. So I got to sit on the River Thames at three o'clock in the morning in a tiny little gazebo in the rain, play with all these lights on bridges and just light it up. It was just amazing and considering that I'd only been in the lighting industry for a year at that point, to be able to do that was just insane. So I think that's kind of what spurred me on because I've seen what can be done and I want to
0: be part of that. What an amazing project to be involved in. You've already mentioned AutoCAD, which kind of sits with design and technology. What school subjects would you say actually help with your job?
1: I'd definitely say design and technology, mainly the computer side of it. So if there is a computer software course that you can take instead of design technology, then perhaps go towards that. I know that some schools actually do AutoCAD subjects, but not all of them. I know mine definitely didn't. Uh, Using AutoCAD, it does generally do it for you, but it is also a, a big help to have the basic knowledge already. Also physics, because there's quite a lot of science behind it and you learn about electricity in physics. But so I wish that I'd had a bit more understanding of it while I was at school. And then maths also, there's quite a lot of calculations needed so like voltage drop and lengths and widths and conduit sizes and everything like that. When I was learning electrical engineering, there was a whole unit
0: just on maths Thank you, Harriet. What would you say are the most important skills you use in your job? Communication. If you don't communicate with
1: others, then you're going to get the job wrong because you're heavily relying on the kind of conveyor belt of people. So it starts with one person and there could be three, four people before you and then three or four people after you before it actually gets to where it needs to go. So if you don't communicate with people properly, then it's gonna break down at one point and it's just gonna cause a big hoo-ha. People skills, teamwork, they're all so important. And also patience because you're not going to get it right first time. It is a hard subject to understand and there's loads of different elements that you need to learn, like perseverance as well, just if you can't do it first time, Don't give up because 99% of people can't do it first time. Just keep
0: trying and you will eventually get there. Yeah, and just being friendly. So are there any sort of misconceptions around engineering that you commonly come across?
1: I don't really come across it that often. When I started at my current workplace, I knew that I was female and no one seems to have battered an eyelid at it, which is quite nice. I mean, everyone else in my area is male, but I'm not treated any differently. I think I'd put them in their place if they did anyway. I think it's more that when I worked in the street lighting area, when I I spoke to someone, they were kind of like, what, there's an actual place that does street lighting? I'm like, yes, fairies don't come and fix it. But even then I was the only female in there, but not treated any differently. But then when I went on the ILP courses, it was a big 50-50 split. So I think it depends on what area of engineering as well. Electrical engineering has had a slight increase in women. It's just mainly Mm -hmm. the fact that children are kind of told, not so much now, but our generation and the generation after us, we're kind of told that certain jobs are for certain
0: people. I remember when I was at school being told that certain jobs were for certain people, and it's so not true, and being able to show children and young people diversity within different industries and sectors is a great way to address these views and opinions that they might have. So just to finish, have you got any top tips or advice for young people just starting out that might be interested in going into electrical engineering?
1: stay on top of your coursework, (laughs) find the most suitable route for you. There are apprenticeships out there and I would strongly advise to do an apprenticeship. You are hands-on and you are learning while you work. and the theoretical side of it is a tiny percent of the actual learning when you are in a classroom you might be learning how to do it but then when it actually comes to it you don't actually know how to do it because all you've done is read a book on how to do it you need to actually have the tools in your hand learning what goes where but then some people learn better from reading books and things like that so I think it's knowing how you learn and just persevere keep keep going if you know that's what you want to do there are so many opportunities and if you start in one sector of engineering and you don't like it you are more than able to go into a a completely different direction even the course I did the same course had three different finishing points so you could do the computer aided part which i did installation or maintenance and that was just one course there was also part of that was a mechanical unit so from there if i wanted to swap i could have then changed to mechanical straight away so it looks daunting but there are so many opportunities and it's so enjoyable So, get out there and do it.
0: I love that. That's some brilliant advice as well. Thank you, Harriet. So, thank you ever so much for joining us today. And it's been really, really great to talk to you. So, thank you very much.
1: Thanks for having me.